You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. All right, my people. It's time for the greatest podcast in the history of civilization. America's favorite podcast, as voted on by Canadians. Everyone knows this. It's Lust for Life, babies. Let's get loose. With us today, this is the most serious like transition I've ever done. With us today, like the McLaughlin group or something. With us today, of course, the right hand. Even though he's on my left side, every time on the left side, but he's the right hand of this show. Penji, sweet, sweet, sweet wine, motherfuckers. I like that. Sweet wine. Everyone's the, got nicknames. The three sweets. I like that. You're just sweet wine, baby. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> That's how I do. To the right of me, a rotating guest host, the mystery third mic, my main man, my brother, the very funny, my roommate. This is my roommate, Anthony <laughs> DeVito. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks, man. This is great. Thanks for coming. No, yeah, for sure. This is going to be a crazy episode, gentlemen. So let's set this up. What's going on? This episode should be going up right around Halloween. If I'm using my math... Right, and I have a degree from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, so I am intelligent enough. In journalism. In journalism. <laughs> not even journalism. Communication, especially print journalism. They don't have a journalism school, and it's not accredited. Uh, so you basically could have got a better degree out of a Cracker Jack box than what I got. <laughs> and I'm allergic to Cracker Jacks. That adds insult to injury. <laughs> I kind of just sound like, see, I always sound like Waltz from The Godfather. <laughs> And I look ridiculous, and a man in my position could not look ridiculous. Now you tell. All right, I'm not going to act the whole goddamn thing. Um, I think you should do that one episode where you just do the whole Godfather. Oh, the whole Godfather. Benji, what if we got the script, and we just act, we, you and me, and then like the two guests, guest hosts, and we just act out the whole thing? Uh, in an hour, we got to do a bridge version, I think. Then. We're going to do blue meth. Right. I, I know a guy. I think, That'd be let, so funny. Let's get this out of the way real quick, too, before I uh, set this up. Uh, I know this is not timely. This will be the end of October while the World Series is going on. I watched uh, the first playoff game of Pittsburgh and St. Louis for a minute. Um, A.J. Burnett, he looks like he should be selling meth for fucking Aaron Paul and Breaking Bad. <laughs> I turn it on. I'm like, when did Skinny Pete start pitching in the majors? <laughs> All right. That's, that's regardless. Okay, so um, this is the Halloween episode. So we okay. wanted to have something to do with Halloween. Part of it was like, well, that, would that be weird? Would that be hacked? We're not a radio show. No, but if you don't like October, if you don't like Halloween season and mystery and a little horror and trick or all that nonsense, you're crazy. It's a great season, right? And any town, even in Vegas, the desert, it's a good season. Just got an energy. So I know a lady who I believe is either a Wiccan or a pagan. Mm. So I contacted her. But she also has another interesting thing that she does. She is a dominatrix as well. And she's, as we speak right now, recording the intro, finishing up with a client. Oh, so she's wow. going to come here, and I go, all right, there's no way Fresh. we're going to focus on that. <laughs> smell it on her. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely smell like great. a businessman. Right? That's it. <laughs> and so that, I think, fits for Halloween as well. Yeah. A lot of leather shit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's well, fascinating. Well, I like that Halloween has turned into uh, dress like a slut. It's not, yeah. there's no, it's not, you're not trying to be scary anymore or creative. Trying to get laid. It's utterly insane, and I always, for years, when I dress up in, in my 20s and go to parties, I always dress ridiculous. Like, 
and it was very hard to then get one of these girls dressed slutty. What was your best costume you ever did? Oh, best ever. I mean, best I could ever. go to a kid. I mean, my grandma, this is insane. When her eyes were good, she would sew. She was, she was a sewing uh -huh. machine. She made like a life-size gizmo from That's gremlins. I walked around as Gizmo two years ago. She wouldn't let me be something else the next year. It's like, no, she no. made it. She I made, made it this. You get two layers out of it. <laughs> it's a German accent. So I did that. I also went as Cindy Lauper for some reason. For some reason I went as a woman, and she goes, you look like Cindy Looper, because she couldn't enunciate it right. And I had like, like the streamer hair, and that's what I went as. Homemade also? I, yes. Like you, were, you didn't go out and buy a costume. You made it. That's oh, yeah. the way to do it. You How? make it yourself. That's yeah, the way. That's to the do way. It. You that's the way. How young were you when you were Cindy Lauper? Oh man, I was like a junior high, and we fooled oh, my okay. buddies. Oh. I went as a wow. broad. And I fooled my buddy's mom. I went in the call to make a call and all that, and she she was bugged out. She's nice, sweet lady, Mrs. Cummer. Swear to God, that's her name. The family's <laughs> name's Cummer. Cummer. And the kid Brian, Brian's voice, he talked like this. Poor kid. And we fucked with him. I saw him later when he was in high school. I think he. His voice got up, and he wanted to make sure. Hey, how you been? Like yeah, he made yeah. sure. Oh, like, yeah, like overcompensated. But yeah, but when he was a kid, we'd fuck with him. Yeah. Like, hey, Brian. And my voice a little shot from doing gigs and yelling like a chooch. But uh, he'd be like, hey guys, and we tease him. And at one point, he goes, "I don't talk like this." And then he made sure to overcome. I go, "I talk like this." <laughs> and we teased him about that for years. Poor he bastard. couldn't win, man. So I, I, I used the phone just to prank her. She believed I was abroad. I looked like abroad, but it was particularly Cindy Lauper. It was just weird. But those are those are my craziest ones I think I've done. I went as Spider-Man at the end of college. I bought a suit. I didn't make that one. That'd be really impressive. That would be cool. If you could. <laughs> yeah. And then my buddy T, who did the music for us for this show, um, he's great. He had he would do this. He goes, you can't just be Spider-Man. Or if you're gonna get a costume that everyone else has, you can't be that. You gotta take it up a notch and be different. I go, well, how do you suppose we do that? So what you do is you roll up a bunch of socks. You put it down your pants. What? It bulges out. Then you're Big Dick Spider-Man. You could just I went, be Big uh, Dick. I went as Big right. Dick yeah, Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah, but he you says can, you can do that with Ed. That's the beauty of it. It's Big Dick Spider-Man. I don't know why I got to get all Southern with it. Yeah. Hey, who, who there just walked into that party? Big Dick Spider-Man. Listen, child. <laughs> Listen. That's so ridiculous. That's amazing. That's so funny. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I went as a nun one year, too, and I was trying to bang a girl. <laughs> Ooh, I, I forget what she was dressed you as. You went as a nun? I went as a nun, yes. And I, it, oh no, I was a priest that year. A nun later. A nun I had, this year before, I, was, I think it was the last time I dressed up, I, I had a party the at where year. I lived in Vegas. My last year in Vegas, uh, we, we, uh, it was great, but um, God, I felt fat. I know it sounds really feminine. And I have dressed as a woman twice, so I really sound right. like a Mensa Fanuk, but who gives a shit? Um, I just remember looking at my belly. I'm like, man, you are a fat, goofy nun with cr disgusting hair. And the girl who I was... So you felt like a woman. Yeah, well, there <laughs> it is. I mean? See, the transformation happened. <laughs> and then the girl I was I brought over to, to hook up with, who I made out with before, ends up fucking one of my roommates. Oh. She was dressed as a groupie, too. With uh, She did a lot of effort. She put was... makeup and shit on her knees to look like she'd been like... Oh, wow. That's like advanced. Yeah, yeah. She also probably knew from experience. She's a big metal broad who was uh -huh. dirty. What was he dressed as? He was dressed as my asshole roommate, Walt, <laughs> who banged the girl I was trying to. Oh, Great man. costume. Great. <laughs> but, so that's what happened. What about you guys? Anything spe special? The I, yeah, I would say easily the worst costume. I was in college, and I didn't, I didn't have a costume. So I went out. I just bought a, I went to the, just like a Salvation Army earlier that day. 
I bought this Oprah Winfrey shirt. I just cool. I was like, all right, I'll go as Oprah Winfrey. And I I don't know why I just like didn't know that blackface. I didn't know it was bad. You did go in blackface. Kinda, yeah. And I, I didn't like me. <laughs> What's the kinda? You do, yeah, you well, can't kinda go black. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, these are all good points. Explain. <laughs> so I bought the shirt, and then I was like, I don't. No one's gonna know that I'm Oprah. And this girl, I don't know what she was going as, but she had like brown makeup. And I was like, oh, I'll put that. I'll do brown makeup on my face so people know. That I'm Oprah, and I went to school in Miami, so there's this, you know, there's a place in Miami called Coconut Grove where everybody goes to, like, you know, walk around, you know, whatever. So I'm walking around with this Oprah Winfrey shirt on, totally just in blackface, and people were furious oh with me. God. I didn't know what it was, so like I was just like, oh, like, like I don't know, like Maury fans or like whatever. <laughs> like I don't know why everyone's mad at me. But that was that was easily the worst costume I've ever had. There's two other costumes. When I, I mean, this was back in the day in Miami. Yeah. This is what I would do in Miami right now. If I wanted to get the same response you did, oh, make yeah, it bigger. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I would go as Ozzy Guillen or Castro. <laughs> oh, One sure. of the two. <laughs> Castro, that would be a great People one. lose their shit. That's some punk. That would be some Andy Kaufman punk rock Castro, shit. Castro, you would, yeah. Castro, you, you get, get stabbed. Killed. You get killed. Yeah. I left you for a reason. Because that's the thing Stab in you. Miami. You, I, you know, it sounds obvious, but you would be surprised by how almost 60% of people go with Scarface. And when they go as Scarface, wow. they go as Scarface. Right, I'm talking coke about and knives everything. and coke. <laughs> it's really him. Yeah. The fact is, the most famous Cuban of all time doesn't exist. Tony Montana is the most famous, right. sure. recognized yeah. Cuban. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. beyond anyone. You could say the Italians on the Don Coleone. No, there's Joe DiMaggio. There's Frank Sinatra. Right. There's sure. all that shit. But it, Cuba? It's Castro or Tony Montana. You know what I mean? Can't win either way. Can't win either way. And let's be honest, <laughs> Scarface is fucking overrated. Uh, it's a funny movie. I, it's, I, I, it's a hilarious movie. He gets a pet tiger and drives around with it. It's a funny movie. You gotta rewatch it. Oh, it's great. You've only seen it like once? I've seen it once, yeah. I think that's yeah. good. I think, rewatch it as a comedy. Right. It's so funny. I think you should never watch it again. I think you should be the one person who's seen Scarface once. And doesn't succumb to it like everyone else. Every okay. fucking rapper, every son of a bitch out there. Hey, this is fucking great. It does a lot of cocaine. I don't think I'm gonna go down that road, but I'll just watch it once. <laughs> I think you should just. Be I would argue that you do go down that road. Go down that road. Let's see what happens. Yeah, fuck it. Go down the road. <laughs> Who wants to just be different? Go down that goddamn road. What about you, Bench? Well, I didn't really have Halloween I growing was up. Say you don't strike me as dressing up. Well, we have our own. We have a Purim. During March, where we dress mm -hmm. up. But uh, Halloween for me was just buy candy and wait for people to knock on your door. <laughs> That's what it was. So when, even when you don't celebrate it, though, you do realize there's like a social contract to the neighborhood. And you yeah, do it. then the people get pissed off if you don't, if they come to your door right. and you got nothing for them. Uh, or you keep it dark. Oh, man. No, we would, we would have like stuff prepared. We'd buy some, some sweets for them. No, but I'm saying when you don't, you keep it dark. It's kind of like yeah. a big fuck you. Yeah. I know some people that like they, they'd get egged. If you don't mm -hmm. give them candy, they egg your house. See, that's not fair. Right. It's <laughs> not fair at all. Maybe I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. people. Maybe we're on I'm fucking on vacation. welfare. That's a, yeah. I'm just not yeah. home right now. Maybe I'm in Miami <laughs> dressed as Castro. <laughs> right. Go get your own goddamn candy. I, yeah. I really love it. I wish I could dress up. Still, like, I don't know what I'm doing yet for Halloween. I'm like, some time. When's the last time it, you dressed up? That party. The nun. The nun. The nun. Okay. And that was in college. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. That's right after. No, this is years after college. Um, I did dress up one Halloween out here, kind of. Um, Eastville Comedy Club had just started, and uh -huh. they were going to do 
like an open mic into a real show, and I was going to host. And I had joked that I was going to go as the ultimate warrior. So I show up there, <laughs> and Marco's wife, uh, Tia, she put me in makeup, and they gave me streamers, and I was the ultimate warrior. But no one showed that night. They just started, and it was just hard <laughs> to compete in the East Village. And so I go on stage to nobody, yeah. and then we just we, we say, fuck it. I go hang out with, my, with a Grant Gordon, who just done the show, a dear friend. And he got drunk, and I was in my phase when I wasn't drinking. And I was just, you know how, so I'm like, Delta Warrior, so I want to do fake wrestling shit. Sure. I'm yeah. really good at the selling it shit. Yeah. And I can fake hit you, and I want you to fake hit me, miss me, and then I can sell it, right? Yeah. Like, like Ric Flair, and none of you guys can see this because it's a goddamn podcast, <laughs> but I'm acting it out. He's nailing it also, guys. <laughs> Grant, thank you, Grant was so liquored up. He took a swing, smiling like a fool, hit me in the face. <laughs> now I have no gig, no money. No fun, hit in the face. I'm not drinking. Everyone else is having a good fucking time. And I think this was that we ended up going to that place on 8th Street, That's... St. Mark's, that theater. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. I go, too many weird, I'm getting the fuck out. It was awful. And I'm dressed like a poor man's ultimate fucking That's warrior. That's even worse, because then you see the ultimate warrior just get beat up by right. some guy. <laughs> by some jobber. <laughs> yeah, just some dude. He lost to Reno Riggins. <laughs> right. Remember him? Yeah, Reno Riggins. How far do you expect to go your name's Reno Riggins? You know what I mean? Well, what do they do? Like... Did they tell these people they're just going to be jobbers? All right, look, we're going to pay I you, know. but you're going to lose every match. Yeah. Your shit name. We got big plans for you, Reno Riggins. <laughs> that Sounds like a hobbit. Yeah. Like oh. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Reno Riggins. Reno. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> yep, it's Mr. Perfect against Reno Riggins. <laughs> How about this one? You ready for this one? Yeah. Sunny Beach. Sunny Beach? He, exa- he existed. Sunny happen? Beach existed. Sunny There's Beach. There's Reno Riggins, Sunny Beach. Barry Horowitz always lost. But Barry Horowitz, he had a we like he did the pat on the back. Like that's not a terrible name. I don't think Barry Horowitz, and he had like a little thing. Barry there was also Barry O, who was Barry Orton. That's Cowboy oh, Bob that's Cowboy Orton's Bob. brother. Okay. Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't know how this became a wrestling podcast, but fuck it, <laughs> I'm gonna run with it. Um, Cowboy Bob Orton, mm. obsessed with him for several reasons. He was Roddy Piper's bodyguard. Now, when you're a pro wrestler, why would you need another right. pro wrestler as a bodyguard? From what? You're going in the ring in the match. Always had a cast on his arm, but he also had another nickname. I love it when people with nicknames have another nickname. Yeah. He was the ace cowboy Bob Orton. The <laughs> right. ace. That's right. the greatest thing. That's a great nickname. Yeah. Benji, maybe you'll be ace. Ace sweet, sweet, sweet wine. Do That's- I look like an ace? I never felt like an ace. <laughs> You're the ace of spades, baby. You fucking in here. I'll, I'll, pull, you, you. I'll pull you out the sleeve. Right. You're the secret weapon, goddammit. Okay. That's how we do shit. I never had a good nickname. Now you got your ace, sweet, 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 Your ace, sweet, sweet, sweet. I'm not the first mad dog. I'm going to be the last one if I have anything to say hey, about yo. it. I'm going to fucking rub out every fucking mad dog. <laughs> You're going to rub them out? I'm gonna rub <laughs> That'll show him. That'll show him. That means killing them, assholes. It doesn't mean shirking them off, yeah. you not. Hey, come over here, Mad Dog Jones. Ugh. Just do me a favor and stop being called Mad Dog, okay? We'll call it even. <laughs> yeah. Or you get a terrible hand job. Right. <laughs> Nothing but... Oh, uh, Jesus. It's fucking... Who knows anymore? I don't know where I, I went on know. that rant. I just went on that out of nowhere. Um... This is exciting. So this is a Halloween episode. Yeah. We're going to bring in a dominatrix. She's not here yet, so we'll probably rant for three more minutes. Yeah, it sounds great. But let me tell you, go do something for Halloween. I want to do something for Halloween. What, let's, let's all let's, dress up. Let's think. What we, you know what I love is that uh, the costumes are always like what is topical, that one. Like how many Walter right. Whites are we going to have this oh year for God, Halloween? Oh, my God, it's going to be crazy. 
right? Um, or how many, like, I don't even know what else is topical these days, but. <laughs> I bet some assholes dress up, and it'll be a really right. weird one to figure out, but it'll be like, um, they're going to be dressed like in a leisure suits, but they're going to also make it look like they're not doing anything. It's like, what are you? I'm a congressman. I'm not. Right, the government shut down. Exactly. Oh, someone like yeah. Someone be dressed like a congressman with a sign. Yeah. We'll work for blah blah. Uh huh. Blow it up your chooch. That's see that yeah. That's not fun to me. Those kind of things like that's not a fun costume. I don't think at all. Yeah. I think it's kind of lame. Yeah, I just think it's. I think it should be creative. I like when people go as things. From like a whole cast. One year we did do Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Happy that Days seems, together. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And then I think I was the only one. Oh, no, no. I end up going as Chachi. I drew Chachi. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't get to be Fonz. I'm Chachi. I go to and get his shirt and cut the sleeves off from like Savers. Cross street from Gold's Gym. Here, this is a segue. Great. This segue. This is the Halloween and wrestling episode. Right. Because after we bought those clothes, we went and worked out in our street clothes at Gold's Gym the weekend of Halloween Havoc. And guess who just happens to be there? Every pro wrestler, including Ric Flair. Oh, wow. And Ric Flair walks by, and we're all huddling like 12 kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discussing the party we're going to. And Ric Flair walks by, and I go, Ric Flair, I just got to say, best goddamn wrestler of all time. And he goes, oh, thanks. And my buddy Vollmer goes, best goddamn person of all time. <laughs> and he's sitting there. Uh, they're, they're talking and shit. And we're like, all right, who's going to get the beer? Who's got the fake ID? Uh, all this shit. And all the other wrestlers are pissed we don't recognize them. Like Terry Taylor. Who gives a fuck yeah, about the on. Red Rooster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to go, hey, Red Rooster, great to see you. Get, <laughs> get a job. And when we finally leave, and Ric Flair yells back at us. And he goes, hey, kids, don't get in too much trouble now. And, and, and we go, Oh, my buddy Jimmy, who always hated wrestling, was always like, oh, it's a bunch of faggots. Stop this shit. Yeah. And he goes, you can come too, Nate. He invited Ric Flair <laughs> to the party. Good. He laughed. It didn't happen. Could have been the greatest night of what my life. What do you have to lose? Yeah. You got nothing to lose. The beautiful thing is, that night, I requested, this is a big deal to me, I requested Touch Too Much by ACDC. They played it the next song as I'm running on the couch in my underwear. Made out with sisters that night. Sisters. Oh, yeah, wow. If Flair would have been there, would have been the greatest <laughs> night. I could have died that at the stroke Downhill of midnight. From there. In yeah. a, yes, I, but he didn't go, so I still had more to live for. And so, <laughs> well, we, thank God, Ric Flair. Did that's go. right. And then Halloween comes. I'm as Chachi. Joni dresses as Joni for ten minutes. She's dating a guy who was supposed to be Ralph Mouth. He didn't dress up, so she said, "Fuck it, change." Just hung out. I'm like, you sold out Chachi for your real life boyfriend. He's supposed to be Ralph Mouth. Don't you know what the pecking order is on this <laughs> shit? Who wants to be Ralph Mouth? Fonzie didn't even dress up. It was a big dessert. So wait, then did you just dress up as Chachi? I'm Chachi, and everyone else has got interesting up? shit, and I'm dressed as fucking Chachi. <laughs> All right. We're at a party where yeah. a friend of ours throws up blood on the wall. Oh, whoa. It's one of those things where it's like a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. invites you, and then you bring like three friends, and they don't know who anyone fucking is. Yeah. And so they're worried, and they're eyeballing you the whole time. Now, this girl throws up blood oh, from yeah, drinking. Yeah, okay. And the woman who threw the party, who I don't know from Adam, she's female, so should I not know her from Eve? Hey, oh, bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, there shit. he is. There he is. He does. <laughs> woman is a fat lady. In her mid 40s, probably. Should not be dressing up or having us 20 year olds at a party. Sure. <laughs> Dressed as a black widow. She has arms and shit. Oh, like the spider. Arms. Oh, just like a uh, Not like a, a yeah. no. black widow. No, no. That's not, no, not the, Natasha. The like, yes. Not, not <laughs> Natasha Romanoff in the combo. <laughs> no. And she's dressed up and she's yelling at us. It's like, how can I take this serious? How yeah. can I take this shit yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black 
quit. <laughs> Man, Halloween got me fired. I don't even think we're going to talk about this. This episode has to go out on Halloween. Let's just confuse everyone. Let's delay this until right. November. It's going to be the Easter. <laughs> uh, what we episode. could possibly do. We'll do it on the air here, and it'll be too What late. are you thinking for this year? What's what's not hacky costume for this year? Let's oh, brainstorm man. right now. I had all kinds of crazy ideas. I, I wanted to go as characters from some show, and now I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think I'm going to do Guy Fury. I think it's oh, funny. Oh, you talking about that Guy Fury. <laughs> I think it's stupid. I'm going to go. <laughs> Shit. Nothing? I can't think of it. I, well, I'm, let's brainstorm. I'm, let's let's be creative. I'm right shot now. right now, man. I always think now's the time. I don't know if people still do it, but I think it's a funny move now to do Neo and Trinity and like the cast of the Matrix. I like that. I do you think from like ten years ago? Yeah, I'm going as yeah. Big Dick right. Matrix. Yeah, like, Big <laughs> yeah. Dick Neo. Yeah, let's all just Big, do big Dick, dick stuff. That's so funny. It's gonna be classic. <laughs> all right, this is the best. Um, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna go look for our guest. She should be here. It's gonna be intriguing. Here's something I was gonna bring up. Maybe, maybe we could pull off a live show on October 31st. Let's maybe do we could it. do our first live show. I'm up. If we have if we have listeners like this, yeah. I was gonna yeah. wait till January. Let's give a thank you to our listeners. Guys. Give a thank you. Maybe awesome. we'll do this. So if we do do this, you already know it. And you have to do costume. Yes, you have to do a costume. Because if we do end dick. up deciding to do this, <laughs> gotta come with a big dick. Especially costume. the girls, because I want to see the girls. if I still will try and bang you if right. you have like a phallic dick there. But then you're gonna get me like that. You didn't put socks in your pants. I don't think for this one. Yeah, oh, and that's you know, gonna yeah. fuck you up. <laughs> that's you shouldn't gonna really... be doing that. Oh, because you know my mind. <laughs> yeah, I know your mind. There's no way you should be doing that. That's gonna land you in therapy for twelve months. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so maybe we'll do that. And we get just because my other option is if I'm not working that night, I'm gonna go see Zappa play Zappa down the street at the Beacon. I don't okay. know if I need to pay 80 bucks to see Dweezil play Apostrophe. I don't know. Mm. We'll think about it. We'll be back in a minute. Lust for Life. We got Anthony DeVita. We got Ace Sweet 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 Want. You have like the longest nickname ever. It's awesome as shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling Ace. Uh, well, all right. We'll, we'll put talk it up to a boat <laughs> that night. We do the live podcast. We'll do. <laughs> Johnny Fagate is throwing it down in the booth for us, producing. We'll be back in a minute. Blip, blip, blah, blah. Kiss the boot of shiny, shiny leather. Shiny leather in the dark. Tongue of thongs, the belt that does await you. Strike, dear mistress, and cure his heart. All right, babies, we are back. It's going to be an interesting podcast. We have Mistress Kismet with us. This is the Halloween edition. We don't have any, yeah, we don't have anything hanging up. We don't have any candy, but we're fired up. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you, my old friend. I cannot talk about how I met you back in the day, but this is great. <laughs> do, you, oh, do you want to throw on headphones? Or are you, oh, is that what we do here? Are you raw dog? Oh, hello. <laughs> this is like raw dog. That's, that's hey, like the that's, no condom. That's close to the mic. Hey, just... I don't know nothing about this, man. Oh, this is okay. my first podcast. You Whoa. are busting my podcast that's, virginity. That's here. what we're here to do, my dear. <laughs> All right. So we have a million questions, obviously. Um, let's start with um, when did you get into being a mistress? And uh, maybe some background into how you ended up there. Well, I would say I probably got into being a mistress um, at the ripe old age of six. Six. What? Come on. Absolutely. Well, 
I lived in Texas. There was all kinds of corporate punishment in school. You know, we got spanked. It was corporal punishment, corporate punishment. It's all the same. It was, yes. People it's from, all punishment. People from Nabisco and IBM were coming <laughs> yeah. with you. They would come in and beat us with paddles. <laughs> corporal punishment was a normal thing. Yes. And uh, what, so, the, so when me and my friends would play school. Absolutely. For what? To get in a D? Talking out of turn? Talk, with me, it was usually fighting. You were getting in fights. Mm. I was getting in fights. Maro. I was a girl with a boy's name and short hair. I got into fights. <laughs> in Texas, yes. That could start shit. Yeah. So so I had to get into fights and stuff, and which meant I got spanked, which meant when me and my friends would play school, we'd be intentionally bad so we could spank each other. Because it was a joke to get spanked at school because the way our parents beat us was so much harder. <laughs> so, <laughs> so your parents did... Beat you, and you're just saying not spanking. They beat you, beat you. Well, I mean, it's not like I was, you know, thrown against a wall, but the belt came out. The belt came out. The belt came I out. I never had the belt. Yeah. I never had the belt. Oh, you haven't had the belt till you've had the belt buckle. The belt buckle's great. Yeah, that's the best. Them, like, <laughs> um, but so school was a joke. So we'd play school with each other, and spanking each other was nothing, nothing compared to what everyone else did. It was, it was, it was a way for us to, because right. that's what we did in school. Like, sure. you know, that's what made it more interesting anyway. You can't just sit there and do homework at your desk. <laughs> right. That's freaking boring. Right. You just might as well go home and do homework. <laughs> so you would play school with your friends. So right. you'd just be hanging out on a Saturday and right. it's like, what do you want to okay. do? And then purposely be bad to get spanked. Exactly. So you get... Or they would purposely be bad so I could spank them. We switched it off. In real... We were six. We were switches. Sure. Okay. In, yeah. in sure. real school, were you ever purposely bad to get spanked? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That just happened. But when it did happen, it was kind of like we'd shrug it off and we had a good story for it. Uh-huh. Because you know. those were the real, that, that's with the belt and stuff like that. Like, well, the belt. Now, that, that was, was no fun home. at all. Okay. That was like, right, that sure. was not a joke. Right. That was like all kinds of like, let's try to avoid this at all costs. Right, you right, know? right, right. I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to do my chores. I'm sure. a good girl. <laughs> right. But at school, like stuff happens, you know? And, you know, yeah. my, mom, my mom always told me, somebody hits you, clobber them. Sure. You know? <laughs> but if you hit them first, I'm going to clobber you. Right. You know? And, and those, it, that was the code. Yeah, yeah. No, so absolutely. sometimes my fights were justified, and that was okay. <laughs> and it, I, I like, I totally believe that the word clobbering was used because that is a Texas word. <laughs> that is yeah. some Texas shit. You go oh, get yeah. some clobbering. Yeah. People don't realize it's the thing from the Fantastic Four, Texan. Or my mom used to threaten to dip me in shit and call me stinky. And I really thought she had a big old vat of shit somewhere. <laughs> she, I, I took this thing so literally. It's a good thing I wasn't an autistic child because all the stuff that she would throw at me, man, I wouldn't have known what was what. Wow. Oh, right. Can you imagine? So that's a lot. So you're six. Instead of playing doctor, right. which I never played, and I feel like I left out. I mean, maybe that's something I'll do for yeah. Halloween this year. Maybe I'll get a doctor Pizza. game going with girls my age. I lived in a trailer park. <laughs> I didn't know no doctors. You didn't know no doctors. This is this is even better than I could ever imagine. So you're Texas trailer park. You're spanking each other. Right. Okay. And then from there, you always liked that feeling. You liked the pain. You liked giving pain. It to was people. part of a game, but also we took it even deeper than that. Because you know we'd watch cartoons when we were kids, and there'd be cowboys and Indians, and somebody get tied up. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right on train tracks. Or something. Right. You know, or a tree or <laughs> sure, whatever. They were committed. Or somebody's right. getting robbed, then they get tied up, and the bad guy ties them up. So it was fun to play the villain and tie people. So I tied my friends up and spanked them when I was a kid. Wow. You more than your other friends, you think, were... were probably, yeah. I was probably more the instigator. These, right. I might have scarred some of these people for life at this point. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not sure. But then after that, though, my mother always kind of fancied herself a little bit kinky. But when she used the word kinky, right, I'd be like, what does that mean? She goes, oh, really curly hair. 
<laughs> so I didn't really get any of it. And then the song Hurt So Good came out. Okay. And what, John Mellencamp? Yeah, the John Booger Mel I mean, John Cougar Mellencamp yes. song, yeah. Don't let him not a fan. Don't let him hear you say that. He is not as nice a guy as his songs come off. Yeah. <laughs> he could be, you know, whatever he wants to be. I'm not a fan. I don't care. Anyway, besides John Cougar. <laughs> yes, Angel. Besides John Cougar. Uh, that, that song came out, though. So that song, actually, I thought was a great song, though. And I think okay. that it was a great thing to kind of bring this to awareness, but in a fun, campy way. So how, how old were you when that when song that came out? When that song came out, I was about 11, okay. 11, 12. And my mom, like we lived in Texas, so sometimes we'd go to, to uh, Mexico for Christmas because my grandparents would go there during the winter because it still got chilly in North Texas. So we'd go down there and spend Christmas down there, and my mother would always buy some tequila. And one, one year she bought a six-foot whip. <laughs> we lived in a travel trailer. Wow. I don't know okay. what she was. She thought she was going to do in that small bedroom of hers <laughs> right, right, with a right. six-foot whip. Right, right. So she never used the six-foot whip. But I, on the other hand, <laughs> was in the front yard, and when I was 11, 12 years old, teaching myself how to use this six-foot bull oh whip. Oh, my God. Wow. You know, I was bored. It was summer, you know? And, and, and this bitch two trailers up kept messing with me, so the more weapons I could master, the better. <laughs> you know? Holy shit. I mean, I would think someone coming yeah. after you with a whip is uh, pretty heavy duty. Like well, but kid, I don't yeah. come after people. But if okay. they come after me, I right. will do what I can time. to defend myself. It's sure. And give them a whooping. Don't yeah. forget whoopings, <laughs> baby. Yeah, we don't open yeah. a can of whoop ass on them. We open up a keg of whoop ass on them. A keg. So we get nuclear with our, our whoop ass. Right. And, see, and then you guys can't see this, obviously, because once again, this is a podcast. So you can't see. Um, our guest is wearing... Uh, camouflage. Because love is a battlefield. That's what it is. So this fits with everything. She's a, a very beautiful girl who will beat the shit out of you. This fits with some <laughs> Texas shit going on. Actually, that's funny. I, I emptied, my friend of mine needed to borrow one of my purses the yes. other day. I emptied my purse. What falls out but a condom and a taser? <laughs> well, why would you have both? I, one in I'm the same. Because I'm safe. Which one do right. you use first, though? That's protection. really what it comes down to. <laughs> Whichever one is needed. I prefer to use the condom. I prefer to use the have condom. you ever been tased? Has tasing ever been involved with what you do? I don't involve tasing with what I do um, normally because a lot of uh, a lot of my uh, submissives and some of my best slaves are a little bit older. Okay. And you do need to avoid any sort of electro. Right. Yeah, the ticker might yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. some of these guys, you got to really watch out for that ticker. In fact, one of my favorite toys is actually a violet wand set, which is a form of electrocution. Okay. And you screw on different kinds of bulbs that do different things, and there's different little attachments for this, and it's hours of fun. Hours of fun. Hours. Hours and hours of fun. But you, some of my subs, you know, like I say, a lot of the older guys can't really use that so much. you got to worry about the ticker, even sure. if they don't have heart problems. If a guy's over the age of 50, I won't even bring it out. No. If the guy's even nearing that... Right, because then you're I liable, keep it, right? Yeah, and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to fuck somebody up for life. Sure, yeah. And, and I, <laughs> and I actually you. like. I, I have very few subs. Like I have been more of a professional dom than I am now. Okay. Um, I've got you know I've got subs that are you know personal slaves, and they they do grocery shopping for me, drive me around. I've got a PI who's my security. That's you nice. Know, yeah, these are all things that are very useful skills. Wait, wait, yeah. you have a PI. All right, so you hire him or he's no. one of your... It's if somebody gives me any beef. This guy handles it. This guy handles it. Oh, my it. God. And then... Or if I'm, if I'm doing an on-location, uh, which I haven't done, but if, if for some reason in the future I end up doing some on-location session stuff where a guy flies me out for a week and gives me a ridiculous amount of money, right. um, I tell this my PI sub where I'm at, what's going on. 
I get every every bit of information I can because I'm an independent dominatrix. Okay. Um. So what that means yes. is I don't I don't work through a don a, a dungeon. I don't have. Please explain the dungeon. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yes. I think we should totally. Let's now pause I've for never a worked. Now, I've never worked dungeons, but okay. actually, if you want to go back into where I actually started my my training as Please. a professional dominatrix, it was something that I just kind of eased into from being a weird kid. <laughs> and then when I got, um, I, I moved to New York, and uh, my husband, I was married for five years. Okay. Um, he's still alive. I didn't have anywhere to bury him. Yes. Um, <laughs> So we were uh, we were playing around in the scene and what have you, and then got involved in the very as various aspects of the scene. So we worked with this woman who had um, fetish publications. So I was a journalist mm. for uh, a magazine called Taste of Latex. See, we're up to two journalists up in this podcast. Yeah, look now. at that right here. And I only wrote one article because this woman jacked <laughs> so me. I'll take one more than Mad Dog. But <laughs> I wrote high school sports assholes. <laughs> but it was about fire, female fire eaters, you know, fire breathing damsels. And then after that, you know, I, I just hung out in the scene more and more. And then I worked as a coat check girl in a club that had a lot of fetish parties. Okay. And then where do you and your husband start? You say you're in the scene. So you start right. getting in the scene through that. From, through, you learned it at, we at the coat getting, check? Yeah. We, no, actually, we started getting into the scene way before I started doing the coat check. Uh, we... We started, I did coach at Jackie 60, which was amazing. Uh, no, we, uh, we started getting into the scene just playing in our bedroom. Just in just the bedroom. Just out of, you know, curiosity. We'd read a bunch of books, this and that. Experiment, you know. I mean, we're, we were married to each other. We had a certain degree of trust. Yes. Important. You know, trust is imperative, whether it's on a professional or a personal level, you definitely need that if you're going to let somebody tie you up. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. Sure. <laughs> you know, and take electrical things, you know, after you and... You know, possibly torture your balls. So sure, yeah. But we, he level. and I played. <laughs> he and I played some. He was submissive to me. He okay. he liked a lot of puppy play, so I drag him around with a leash. And that's what puppy play is. That's what puppy play is. You drag him around with a leash. And it was pretty mild. To, you talk to him like a dog. Yeah. Does he feel, sit, fetch? Does he make dog noises too, or does he like talk English? Uh, he just <laughs> he just does that normal dog thing that pisses anywhere. <laughs> what if, walk him down the street he's got to piss that's how he acts like a dog I would <laughs> I would love it remember that scene in Coming to America yeah where you bark like a dog she's just oh, b yeah. bouncing up and down yeah. and bark I don't know if I could <laughs> do that to someone I just don't know but so you would do that your husband would do that and mm -hmm. you feel great inside it makes you feel good For or what me, I, I, you know I there are other things that have brought me much greater highs than that okay. that was just role play introductory right. Fun, light, you know, it didn't involve a whole bunch of other stuff. But we did get wedding and engagement piercings. Okay. Which kind of, you know, tabs on that. And I think a fair amount of my interest also, you know, some of it started with piercing and the aesthetics of it. Yes. Um, I listened to a lot of industrial music and a lot of industrial parties, um, at least in New York. Those scenes intersected yeah. a lot. Yeah, they, they, they kind of converge. So sometimes when you love pig face, you're going to be wearing latex. It's just what happens. Sure. God. When yeah. you're married, you're also working as a professional at this point? No, I was not a professional at all at that point. We just played. When did you, when'd you turn pro? I turned professional dom. Um, it was a slow progress. I started my training about five years ago. And I trained with somebody who had been a dominatrix, a professional dominatrix for a while. Because even though I'd had an interest and I'd done some playing, I didn't know how to tie somebody up properly. I didn't know that, hey, you really need to watch the electrical stuff with the old dudes. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, these are things that you don't really know unless you really get a little bit of. So I was lucky enough to find a mentor. Uh, but what I did, 
you know, for my mentor is I subbed for her as part of my training. So she, so you knew the other side of it. So I knew the other, and, and, right. I, and what I mean by subbing for her, I mean, not only did, you know, she tie me up, electrocute me and all this other stuff too, which I actually really liked. It was surprising, uh-huh. you know? Um, but she also, um, but I also, you know, I looked, she had children. I helped her with her children. Yeah. I had a great relationship with her kids. They were great kids. She was a very good mom. You know, she was going through a hard time for a while. So I really kind of helped her out with her and her two year old for a little bit. And, you know, so in exchange for that, when she had sessions, I uh, also let her use my space. And then with her using my space, at least I had access to her equipment as well. Mm-hmm. And so she trained me in addition to, you know, me. Right. You know, I helped her out. out. That's yeah. the balance because there's got to be a balance. There's got to be a give, give. Sure. You know, there's no reason for her. It does her no good to divulge all of her knowledge to me for free. Right. Without me doing something. You know what I love about you know? this? In my head now. You're picturing me tied up with a gag? Well, but, but the training. <laughs> now I am. I just, to me, it's like something out of Kill Bill, but, right. but with mistresses. Like, like, yeah. This girl was your, your Pai Mei, who was the one who, who just cursed at fucking Uma Thurman the whole time. Right? With yeah. the, the five finger punch. Um, yeah, it just, like, I just envision like a dungeon of some mm-hmm. kind, which is probably just her living room. And now there's kids' toys there. Right. And she's Don't whipping you. And then has to, like, you sit there. And don't say nothing, slave. Uh, and then she makes a, a grilled cheese for the kids, you know? <laughs> that's yeah, funny. Like, I wasn't but, talking to you. I was talking to the slave. Actually, <laughs> it's, that's funny, but she actually, uh, that's part of the reason why she used my place was because she wanted to keep it separate mm. from her children. Mm. So now, but at the Makes time, sense. though, as part of her training, when she was training me, she was also pregnant. Marron. And wow. she needed to line up transportation to the hospital. So I interviewed drivers for her and stuff like that. And I found this good driver slave who it turns out is a roadie who has great connections who has got me vip of, to oh. see you know certain bands and yes. stuff like that so that was you know it's 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 it, you'd be it, it's interesting like what little things and he's more of a personal slave again he didn't give me 250 dollars an hour right you know sometimes those are the best ones so wait a minute he doesn't pay you he just does things for you yeah and that's part of the community and yes, part of the job absolutely well when i was unemployed Yes. Because I was working at this place where you and I yes, knew each dad. other. And I, you know, some unfair things happened and blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of the worst time of year to be unemployed. Sure. Um, because I, I now have a day job, 401k plan, medical, so I can be a picky about who I take on. I'm not quite so needy to pick on, you know, to take yeah. on new subs. Uh, that's when I became professional uh, because I was re- it was really an issue of need. At yes. that point. And I was still looking for regular jobs as well. I wasn't trying to be some prissy, I'm too good to work. Because yes. I am not. I'm a hustler, man. I've had four yes, jobs at girl. a time. I don't mess around. You know? But uh, I really, that was all I could get, you know, at the time. And I was very, very, very lucky because a lot of my subs that I made the most money off of when I was a professional dominatrix wanted to talk on the phone. Mm. Just wanted to text every day. Me email every day, a little bit of like every day, like how you do an attention. Uh-huh. And that you end up charging for that, or well, this is the way it actually worked with one of my subs. Sometimes you can shoot yourself in the foot by charging for stuff. Oh, sometimes you can shoot yourself in the foot by charging too much for stuff. You could shoot yourself in the foot when you're too greedy, and nobody wants to feel used. That includes subs, yes. So uh, this one of my best subs, actually, he called me because I was complaining online. I actually got a fair amount of my subs through a blog. 
Because when, when some jackass would flake on me, because four out of five will flake. They love the idea of it. And then they, they, the reality they turn around, of it they chicken shit. scares the bejesus out of sure. them. Sure. You know what I mean? You know, or some of them are just wankers. They're just like, oh, I'm talking to a mistress. You know, it's retarded. But she did act out, uh, act yeah. out wanking out for everyone <laughs> yes. at home, just so you know. Yes, just so you know, I'm acting out the wanking yes, out. Yes, she and wasn't my, just talking And my imaginary shit. cock is huge. <laughs> and you should see my drawer full of cocks. But that's a whole other. Well, that's a drawer I'm not going to open up. I'm going to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, that's for bitch slapping, really. Yes, I don't know. We, we use that. We used a drawer full of cocks for bitch slapping. I, can, I look at my own penis. I can lose an erection. Let's be quite honest. I just don't need it in my life. Um, so, well, I'll put my imaginary dick away. It's going to poke your eye out. Yes. Well, as long as it's imaginary, I think. Right. <laughs> so, you put up a blog when someone. Like, is, is there, I was uh, complaining, and so this there's guy a site where me. you go on, on online to yeah. talk like a community. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And so I was, you know, I was, I was bitching, and I'm good at that, right? So you know, but a bitch means a woman being in total control of herself. It's an acronym. A very wise drag queen told me that once. Wow, that does sound like some drag queen <laughs> sage yeah, advice. Exactly. A wise drag queen. Drag queens do have like a, a fucking Yoda type thing. To them. <laughs> they do talk, yes. honey. Let me tell you this. I've, they've always sound like they've lived 150 years. <laughs> when I was hanging out with King Arthur, working with well, the Jesters, mm -hmm. they're older. They live two lives. In a way, yes. They, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Right. They get double the years. They, get double the years, they got a little extra wisdom there. Yeah. So you were being a bitch. But I was being a bitch online, and he read about everything, like how disappointed I was and stuff like that. So he called me on. I had a, I have a, a phone line on Night Flirt. So he called me on my Night Flirt line, and he's like, I, you know, I, I saw you online, stuff like that. But the thing is, is with him, I actually reached out to him because I saw him look at me on a couple of different sites. Like, I'll see once in a while who's viewing me. Normally, mm. I don't care because I'm not that vain. And I was like, you know, I just got started. So I'm like, who's paying attention? I see him pop up on a couple of times. So I just, I, I noticed he was looking at my page and I'm like, it's okay to say hi. Cause I just saw his whole demeanor. Yes. He just looked so alone. He looked kind of sad. And he just looked kind of like a really nice guy. Like, you know, when you're, you're playing in the playground, everybody's having a good time. And there's that one kid that's just kind of standing by themselves, just waiting for somebody to kind of say, Hey, come on in right. come play with us. And he just kind of, I've been that guy most right. of the time. No, we don't know about that. Yeah, you know, I've been that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I've been, been there. The coolest. I've been there. I've been there. Sure, so yeah. I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to kind of bring him in because he looked kind of alone in his little picture and everything. And so I'm like, it's okay to say hi. And then he called me on my night flirt line. Yes. And uh, and we talked for a good like two hours, and I probably made three hundred bucks off of that conversation. Wow. Wow. He just volunteers it. Like, oh no! It, it was he was charged by the minute for that, this. Oh, okay, because that's so nice. he knew it was it, through. Right. Yeah, it was through their own. You know, so they got a cut. I got a cut, and I paid my phone bill, so <laughs> so I could keep looking for a job. Right. Right. And uh, so what he uh, he and I started talking though, and what I did with him is rather than seeing him pay extra money to them and and paying all this extra money to talk to me, like he already proved me to me he was sincere. Yes. He always, he already proved to me that he genuinely did care, genuinely did want to help. He's not help. a creep. Right. And that he's not a creep. He's not trying to waste my time. Yes. So I said, you just contribute, and it's called tribute. You don't say give me money. You contribute. You can give a gift of whatever you can. Is that a legal? Whatever's thing comfortable. To call it that? It's totally a legal term. Yes. Right. You know, and I'm like, you can give a gift or a tribute of whatever you can, whenever you can, whatever you're comfortable with. And that ended up working out for me in the long run because a couple of months later, I was still looking for a regular job. And he'd given me enough to help feed me and wow. help get me by. Like, I was pretty desperate. Um, 
he uh, hadn't even met me yet, but we talked on the phone several times. And I was about to get evicted, and he gave me five grand. Wow. Wow. And now and helped me get evicted. Uh, helped keep me from getting evicted. Now I don't think he would have done that if he felt like he was being used. Yes. I don't think he would have done that if he felt like it was just for the money. And he's he's become somebody who's a friend of me and who's somebody I genuinely care about. Him and his dad live right out on the water when Hurricane Sandy came. I'm like, you and your dad can stay with me. Like I don't lose electricity. You know, if I do, it's going to come up quickly. Like I don't flood where I'm at. You know, the wind blows a sign. That's about it. You know, I told him. Wow, that's very nice of you. You know, it was nice of him, though. He kept me from getting evicted. Are you the only one in right. the community you think He paid five connects? months worth of my rent. No, that's huge. That's great. I'm not the only one in the community, but I am definitely more the exception yeah, that's what than I'm the at. rule. I, I, You know, because in addition to being a dominatrix with some of these people, I sort of see myself as a bit of a life coach. A life coach slash dominatrix. Wow. But Only my, in 2013, yeah, baby. Exactly. Yeah. This ain't 1971. That shit wasn't going to happen. Hey. First of all, no one knew what the fuck a Very life coach specific was. specific year. I know, right? 1971. <laughs> oh, it was a good old day. I and know. it all started in 1978, <laughs> you know. But That's when it started for me, baby. I'm you know, that's when it all started. But uh, the um, but the way I saw, um, the way I see it, though, like he was really shy and very agoraphobic. Mm. And I'm still working with him. I'm still like talking to, to him. I'm still out. like, right. but you know, I'm trying to get the incentive is a session in the city. Like yeah. I'll put on the latex cat suit, do, 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 but I'm trying to get him to trust me to enough to leave his home and to, you know, right. and, uh, and it's very difficult for him. He's, he's been a little too medicated for a little too long and, you know, there's it's a lot of stuff going on and, and, and it's frustrating, but he's so genuine and he's so sincere and I don't see the guy as a dollar sign, mm-hmm. right. you know? And I mean, in fact, there was one time when he was wanted to give me money after Hurricane Sandy. Once I finally got to talk to him, he didn't have any clothes. Wow. I'm like, Christ. dude, don't worry about me. I'll give you a get bunch some of clothes. I'll outfit. buy you clothes. Okay, <laughs> cover your ass. Yeah. And his connection with you, you think, is because he's too shy to go out and mingle in that? I do think a fair amount of that is his connection with me is because he's too shy. And what about most subs who come to you? What do what? what, what Demographic's not the word I'm looking there, you for. Know what? What, what is like a gen? The is there a, yes. There is, is there, is, there is no archetype. There's archetypes of archetypes, if that makes sense. Okay. There okay. are like um okay um cops. Okay. You most, get cops. Most submissive cops I know, and it's not just me. I've talked to other doms. Love the golden shower. They mm. love getting peed on. Love, love, love the golden shower. New York's finest. Right. Likes a pee bath. Yeah, they do. <laughs> With Holy shit. Not all of them. Not all of them, but enough of them. And what do you, do you think there's a connection? I'm texting Mark DeMeo right now. I'm going to say Hey, Mark. Hey, tell Mark I said hi. Yeah, you better believe it. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. He might be kinky like that. I would almost guarantee. I wish we could do it right now on air. It would be great. <laughs> Another week P- on the phone line. or call him? You know? What's that? We pee on him or call him right call now? Call him. <laughs> we, we don't need to pee on I'm him. Gonna have him make, I'm going to have him drive in from Flushing right now. I don't, so I don't want to drive in from Flushing to get peed on. To get peed on. And then <laughs> play flushing. this episode for his wife. I'm sure it'll work oh, out We can take him. the pee to Flushing. Let's take the pee to Flushing. <laughs> That sounds like an old That's song it. from the 80s. Is, right. that a, is that an actual service where you're like, well, I'll bring it to you. Don't right. worry you about know, it. I charge by the ounce. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, though, um, but no, a lot of cops. But uh, people, um, let me see. Uh, now, um, okay, I. some of those acidic guys, super yes. stinky. 
Okay. I want to pee on them because they smell better after I pee on them. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's unbelievable. But you, get, you get Hasidic Jews. Oh, yeah. Hasidic Jews come there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I had one. And, you know, he wanted to come by again. But, I mean, he, he didn't have to wash good. his I, I was not smelling him. Oh, my goodness. I was not smelling him. Um, some, it's amazing. It's not... Not everybody's into the pain. Everyone thinks domination, pain, blah, 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 blah. It's not really about the pain. There's different degrees of pain. Sure. You know, there's times when a flogger, that feels more like a massage. Tell me about flogger. What's you know? a flogger? A flogger is, um, it's got the handle and it's got all the stuff that kind of rains down. There's like anywhere from nine to 20 strands coming down. Okay. okay. And they go at you like this. You see it in a lot of the old stuff, the, you know, when they're like, Flogging themselves, you know, the Catholics were oh, like, I've right, been so right, bad. Right. Oh, so yeah, okay. Here's yeah, my yeah, masochist yeah. masturbation. Sure, yeah, yeah. Catholic stuff, yeah. So, uh, but they do it a lot of times with like, you know, chains and stuff. But no, I use like sure. a softer, a softer sure. leather. Yeah. And that's okay. flogging. That's flogging. And that's more like a massage? It actually, it's, it's well, depending on the flogger. Some floggers are definitely more hardcore. They got knots on them or they're oh, made out okay, of like yeah, metal yeah. or stuff. But, you know, you've got, I've got various ones. I've got ones that are like really soft. I've got ones that are braided and that are a lot harder. Okay. You know, and there's also the issue of control. Like with uh, with my signal tail whip, you know, I can make it feel like a kiss or I can rip a hole in your back. And now what, what do people usually I've got want? the power to do either. Yeah. But there is no usually want. There is no usually, that's what's fun about it. If there was a usually want. You might not do it. That it would, would bore, bore the bejesus out of me. Oh my God. Uh. What's the most requested Move thing. I don't know what to call them. Foot worship. <laughs> Pretty good. Foot worship. <laughs> some guys like uh, seriously. They are perfectly happy to suck on a pair of toes that are stuffed in some fish nets, or not stuffed in fish nets. Uh -huh. Or there are a lot of toe suckers up in this bitch. Uh -huh. Really? Yeah. That's but something I never got into. I actually. Me either. But. It, it also is something that kind of bores me, and that's actually the kind of session that you know I require a little bit more from. Not only because it's boring, but also because like they got to give me more than slave slobber. Than slave slobber. Yeah, I need you gotta pay me with more than slave slobber. You gotta yeah, you know, like I'll be at a fetish party and sometimes you know I'll let slaves worship my feet or whatever, they buy me a few drinks, fine, that's yes. whatever. But I'm like, if they're like wanting to slobber on my feet and they don't want to at least buy me a drink. Yes. You know, it's like wanting me to pee on them and not buying me a nice bottle of champagne. You don't do that. <laughs> but those of you at home getting into the right. getting into the notes. Take the notes. Because <laughs> this, this is what incredible. How dare you get peed on and not buy champagne? So you get your shit together. That is an industry standard. Birth <laughs> Cluco, like, baby. That's like not Birth tipping twenty percent drink service. So slave slobber, is that like a term like Yeah, that's what I no, there's are terms and then there's like my terms. Okay. Yeah, okay, I got okay. my way my own way of saying own, things. Okay, like sure. you know, I call tampons twat stickers because I'm a Nazi when I'm on my period. Okay. Wow. You know, we all have our own little. <laughs> okay. Well, right. yeah, that's a you, you thing. Know. Okay. Yeah. I'm really, I've got my own little way that. of, you know, She's expressing myself. Sure. Changing I mean, you want official terms, you know, like CBT means cock and ball torture. Cock and ball okay. torture. You know, there's a good uh, official term for you. It's one yeah. of my favorites, actually. And I didn't actually want to do that one at first. No. Because Why it hurt, didn't you? Because it hurt my imaginary cock. You saw my imaginary cock. It's huge. It almost poked your eye out. Yes. It hurt my imaginary dick. Who could forget the imaginary dick? Dick that we came out when, during trying. my wanker yeah. demonstration. <laughs> I think I'm aiming we're gonna, at him now. I think we're going to keep the imaginary yeah, yeah. dick on set for exactly. every episode from now on. But, uh, but no, it hurt that. Like, I couldn't even imagine. And then I had this one super masochist of a sub, and I was all like, 
okay. So I'm like, put as many clothespins as you can on your balls. Jeez. Oh, my God. Wow. And on it was balls? great. How it many could he get on? It was good. He got a good 20, 30 of big balls. Wow. You know, it looked like, 20, it looked like, that's, it was yeah, amazing. Okay, it looked like a Christmas ornament. It was all high. round. It looked like, like a ball of like, shh. I don't think I've ever seen 20 or 30 clothespins in my life. At one time. At one time. Well, nobody needs them anymore except for ball torture. Good thing for the industry. You know, otherwise clothespins would go out of business at right. this point. Everyone's got dryers. We only need them for ball toys. I, I bet most of your toys would would have that. Like, how are people using whips? Maybe like jockeys and you are probably. Yeah, probably. Right, well, like actually, I bet jockeys love this. My I bet. Fa- I wonder. Everybody's that- favorite mm. industry standard whip is called the is a David Morgan whip. Not everybody's, but a lot of people love the David Morgan. Okay. I love my David Morgan whip. I, I named her Black Betty. What right. is it, David Morgan? Good name. David Morgan, he's, he just makes really great whips. Oh, um, Dave and Morgan? David Morgan. David Morgan. Morgan, okay. Okay, but he's also super-duper Christian. Okay. So, I mean, I, you know, I, but honestly, I don't care what he thinks about what I'm doing with his whip. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Really In fact, I want him to be thinking about that. I that enjoy, could be part of it. You know? <laughs> Wait a minute. Him what being is he angry, mean? crying <laughs> as people use his whips. This is confusing me. He makes these whips, but he doesn't know and doesn't want they're, people well, they're using for dogs. For that? Mm. I use them for dogs. So look at this. Do people use whips people for dogs? Whip dogs? Yeah, for uh, yeah, dog sledding. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's yeah. get Pete involved. So the right? web. Yeah. Pee in the snow, though. That's for dog sleds in the snow. You pee in the snow, then you don't have any more snow to sled the dogs through. So no peeing, just whips. Just. <laughs> a lot happened during that. What? Yeah. I don't want to argue there. with you because I'm scared. The imaginary cock's gonna whip me <laughs> yeah, well, with the David Morgan whip, and then uh, you'll you'll give me some. And then I'll get. And then I'll electrocute QBL your ass. or whatever. Yes. CBT. CBT. Right. QBL, huh? I'm just. I'm a random <laughs> three, QBL? and I was hoping maybe that was something. <laughs> what Q? What could Q stand for? That's awesome. Well, I, I have no idea. Um. Yes, Bench. Go no, ahead. I got a question. Your focus. Uh, your clients are they also having uh regular sex, or this is primarily how they're getting? Oh off? no 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 no. Most of them have regular sex, and and uh, most a lot of them have wives. Some of them only see me when they don't have girlfriends, and then when they have girlfriends, they don't see them for a while. Right. Yeah. And God it, bless them for trying to be a good boy. Yeah. I'm all sure, for it. Sure. You but know. The, when they do have girlfriends, their sex is is typical yeah. or similar. Yeah. Well, that, but like sometimes what you're doing. that's the problem. Like uh, I've got a really uh, really good sub now. And he's he's my grocery slave. You know, I'm I'm starting trying to eat mostly organic and mostly vegan. Oh, it's good. That shit's expensive. Yeah, you ain't joking. Sure. <laughs> so I'm like you. Stuff, groceries, organic shit. Bring it. So that's his job. But uh, but you know, um, like most of my subs, he's married, and wow. he's tried to drop hints to his wife. Okay. Why don't you just put on a pair of uh, a vinyl miniskirt and let me kiss your vinyl clad ass? Or, hey, let me suck on your toes. To. <laughs> or, you know? He's actually not a super masochist. No. And I love the masochists, though. They're so much fun. You can do so much with them. But sometimes, though, they require a lot of energy. Uh-huh. So sometimes the guys that just want to suck on your toes, at least it's there's a balance. You can kind of lay back. You yeah, you can just kind of chill for a minute. <laughs> They're yeah. not exactly. masochists. <laughs> Drink your champagne, get ready for the pee later. You know, do sure. your thing. What a day. <laughs> it sounds like cooking. a terrific afternoon. <laughs> yeah. What a Sunday. So, so you have masochists. Those are the ones who really like the pain. Yeah, those are the super. And then someone who's not a masochist, is there a name for them? They're just submissive. Yeah, they're more submissive than slaves. Slaves tend to be a little more masochistic. masochistic. Uh, they tend to be a little more into the degradation. Yes. Whereas um, the submissives um, are generally like a slightly more kinky, really good boyfriend. 
Okay. You know, the boyfriend that takes you to the place you want to go and gets you the champagne that you like and you know spoils you a little bit like the good rich boyfriend okay like a nice guy can do that you okay. know what i mean but you know We've what i mean but does you know <laughs> that actually you know except they're not getting any yes it's wow. like do no 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 so yeah. do, 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 can't touch this i got a question so the grocery slave now he just he just gets groceries for you but uh, is it also other stuff with that, or he just gets groceries for you? Well, I mean, sometimes there's other stuff. I mean, okay. we've, we've discussed the fact that I need some more restraints because I love rope. Uh, shibari is one of my favorite things ever. It's a Japanese rope bondage. It's absolutely beautiful. When I first started doing it, I dream of thinking of ways to just tie people up. It's just amazing. You could be so creative with this it. This is but, so amazing to me. Yeah. But And I love that. But um, I need to get some more restraints because sometimes basic restraints – We'll save you some time. Sometimes you've got time to tie somebody up, and that's part of the whole thing. They enjoy having the rope. It's very sensual, feeling the rope being kind of dragged across their body and everything. You know, that's just part of the whole sensual sure. aspect of things. But sometimes you just need to, you know, cut to the chase and don't have as much time for a big, long, drawn-out, hey, I'm going to hog tie you, and it's probably going to take me about 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah. I prefer frog tying. But Frog tying? Frog tying is better than hog tying because hog tying, you've got their legs together. Okay. Okay, and then frog, frog tie, you spread those legs so you can get in there for the CBT. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> welcome but to I, Dominatrix for right. Dummies. But, yes. but this guy <laughs> needs to take me to get some restraints. Um, okay. Also, um, I'm, I'm helping him build up my bar. So, I, oh. I give him, like, a couple of, you know, bottles of booze to bring. He makes the most amazing veggie patties I've ever had. Wow. Yeah, he really like very impressive. So I don't know if these are you know? code for something. Or... <laughs> <laughs> no veggie patties. It's just plain up like squished up vegetables. No code. Okay. It's not VP. Yeah. VB. No. Yeah. Any horror stories? That's shit gone wrong. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think of the worst. Someone I had lose a dick or something. <laughs> there's <laughs> always going to be that. Well, well, there's the stinky ones. There's people stink. Is a there's lot of a people stink? Ones. Sometimes, yeah. There are some people that really are offensive in, in terms of their their you order can't just of smell. Tell them, make them shower. Like, uh, them? well, you can, but the thing is, is you don't always have time or you know what it needs to get them to actually <laughs> right. put yeah. an enema through themselves as well. Like I had this one. Oh. Yeah. Are you ever like? I had you know this one really sub. Love. I had this one <laughs> like guy. Like which is just <laughs> a shower. I, <laughs> you just them. I had this one. I had this is probably my biggest horror story. Now this guy was also one of my most generous subs. We did mostly texting and calling and you know i only had two sessions with him in person but he gave me well over a thousand dollars a month wow. um at different points you know including gifts and stuff you know and he was you know very helpful and stuff like that like he was he was a great guy but when we had one of our personal sessions he always 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 wanted me to give him some strap on action legally Super duper legal. That's considered prostitution. Right. Yes. Now, which is something I was going to bring up. Yeah. People don't confuse it. People think there's actual sex going yeah. on with this. It right. never Hookers does. Hookers are so much cheaper. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> a lot less demanding. Well, wow. I, that's the nature of it. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds like if you're going to do a commercial for Dominatrix, cheaper. Right. <laughs> Hookers are cheaper and less demanding. It's for like a, a nice expensive Now if a girl, now if a girl wants to do that, now I don't judge other doms that do that. I don't judge other doms that do that. Uh, so, oh, many do. Wow. Um, it's a good way to get popped. <laughs> popped by the by the by, by the, the popo. Yeah, yes. exactly. Okay. That's they a good way to in. end up spending your uh, weekend in lockdown. In the yeah. Exactly. So, um, so that's always a bad idea. That's also part of the reason why I don't work in dungeons because I don't know what other girls are doing that so could possibly get, get me in, in trouble. Right. So I don't want to get mangled into that. 
but dungeons are in a lot of ways safer because you've got the security of those other people there. So that's kind of the toss up, you know, has someone ever requested something that you're like, no, that's too crazy. Right. Absolutely. Actually, one of the first subs, and I was broke. I don't know if I want to know what it is. It's actually, <laughs> oh, we have to know what it is. <laughs> you, you, don't say it doesn't. It's, it's not as disgusting or weird as you think, but I was going to tell you about the, I'll tell you about the disgusting thing later. I had a guy, like, um, they want strap on. I told him that was never going to happen. So I told him to stick this big old dildo up his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, the biggest one he could take, you, you pick your dick, you fuck it. Right? Pick your dick. It's like pick a carnival. Yeah. Step right up and yeah. pick your dick. You know? So I'm like, go ahead, stick it up your ass. You know what I mean? But he had not cleaned his, and when he pulled it out, oh, okay. he just about stunk me out of oh, the place. Oh, my me. You know? And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's Put it back no, in. Put no, it back no, in. Plug, plug. You know? Oh, God. Where's my baby Jesus butt plug? No, those do exist. A baby uh, but Jesus I, butt plug. Yeah, they do exist. I don't have one, though. That's on my wish list, though. I need to get a sub. Get me that. Any subs here? You gotta here, get a baby, baby Jesus, Jesus guy. Yeah. Baby yeah. Jesus. No, they they've actually got those. It's ridiculous, but it's funny, but it's weird. <laughs> Do Christians use it? Right. Possibly. It... Wow. I'd imagine it's either hardcore Christians or hardcore atheists. But uh, the, the one thing I would not. <laughs> I, I've had plenty of people. Um, a strap on sex is obviously something I would never do. Um, I'm a big firm believer of uh, you know keeping uh, the critters out of it. That's yeah. not a good idea. And nobody's ever brought that up, though. Keep the scat out of it. But the one thing somebody did want to do with me one time, and uh, growing up in the South, yes. I've had fights with my own family members okay. about racism. Okay. It's a very, very, very raw subject for me. And um, I was down to like my last five bucks. I mean, I was like scrounging together whatever $2 bills and quarters to get my dollar Burger King yes. burgers because yeah. they had them for a dollar. Then thank God. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have starved to You've death. Done. Right? And this guy calls me and he's got a Southern accent. He sounds like a really nice guy. And he sounds very sincere and stuff like that. And he's a black guy. He's from like Kentucky or something. And he wants to play the race game, and he wanted me to call him the N-word. Right. And is he black or is he white? He, he's black. He's a black guy. And I've he, seen this in porno. And yeah. He, and yeah, he Not wanted, that I watch. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, heard. <laughs> it got sent to me. Right. Um, if I'm not going to enjoy a session, I'd rather not do it. Yes. Oh, wow. And, and I was down to my last five bucks, man. I was starving. And that would have been like, you know, possibly a good $500, right. you know, from that session. And I... My grandma could be making so much money. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. Actually, She's doing it for years in the living room. No I, I, my grandmother knows I'm a dominatrix. Oh yeah. Wow. Her response was, "Well, I'll be. I wish I could have done that back in the day. I would have beat them man half to death." Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I explained to her that she wouldn't have had any repeat business unless she had a right, second right, job right. as a mortician because <laughs> women from that generation they don't do anything half-assed yeah, yeah. <laughs> she they, commits to that word they do it right. <laughs> you know there's no joke there yeah well your grandma knows does your whole family know uh pretty much everyone but grandpa grandpa don't need to it'd be too much for him you know it'd be like maybe, shocking him with the taser maybe right? my youngest <laughs> nephew i'm trying to kind of you know my youngest nephew does my oldest nephew does and you know what he? i mean i'm not doing anything that i'm ashamed of sure yeah yeah, yeah. you're comfortable you're making people happy i mean you know and i don't feel bad peeing on anybody either because i had to pee anyway <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly well, yeah I, <laughs> and they like it so what's the big whatever deal? you know they're happy right. i get good champagne whatever Everybody wins. My question, it's a little graphic, but um do men come do they come to completion without being having their penis touched? Uh well 
I haven't had that happen. Okay. Um, I, I'm a big fan of like not having my dungeon covered in slave jizz. Sure, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slave slobber. Slave normal jizz. jizz fine. Normal. Slave normal jizz. jizz. Get the fuck out. Oh, normal, it jizz, bring normal <laughs> jizz bring it. Normal jizz bring it. Here I am. So you then, know, as long as it's attached, you know, but. So then what, like, so they're fulfilled with whatever has been done, the CBT Well, or uh, with, with a lot of these guys, a lot of that stuff they take with them to think about later. Okay. Some subs mm. do like, okay, need to come to some sort of completion. Uh -huh. There are some doms that do the foot job, that do the hand job, that do that. They're yeah, and that's fine. But that's, it's their business. Sure. Me personally, if they really need to go there, I give them a tissue. I give them some lube. I'm like, I don't even want slave jizz all over the place. In fact, I don't even want to look at it. Right. <laughs> do what you got to do. You know, mm -hmm. happy memories. Cool. Yeah. And what do you think they're? I mean. So the one dude's lonely. You get a lot of. You say you think you get a lot of lonely. What, what are people? If they're not I get a lot of lonely. Off, I get a lot what, of. What lonely. are they coming for? Right. I, well, <laughs> literally coming. We're <laughs> not coming for. It. What, they, yeah. what they're coming for though is to be able to talk to somebody. Yes. About the kind of stuff that they can't talk to anybody else in their right. life about. To be able to admit and indulge a little bit. Because of society. Because there is a certain amount of shame. And a lot of these guys do feel very alone. And they don't realize there's this whole community of us. And we all get together and play with, have parties and do all kinds of shit. Like, they don't know this. They're so separated from this. And, and they can't explore that because they're married. Yes. So they do need, a lot of them do need to be like a little more more discreet. But I mean, ultimately, I think a lot of these guys just really... Want to be able to talk about this and not feel like a weirdo or an asshole or a creep because they're not. A lot of them are just normal guys that are just kinky. Wow. You know? And you said you all hang out. Is there like bars that you all like? Oh, like there's comedians on Thursday, we go to cabin. Right. That's just what it is. There's tons of fetish parties and fetish events. And, you know, there's this one party that's fantastic. It's called Suspension, where people are hanging each other up and tying right. each other up. Um, Stimulate is another fantastic party. It happens once a month. I, uh, I, I've played there many, many times. Um, I go there whenever I can. Um, there's some of a play area. Some of it, we don't always play. Sometimes it's just being social. Um, there, there's plenty of different, like, off, you know, one-off parties here and there. Like a, a, a really good uh, a, a male dom friend of mine uh, throws a party as well. And it's, you know, but a lot of those have to be kind of secret locations. Uh, now, some of the bigger ones would be, like, uh, some of the, uh, the fetish tribe parties. Yes. Or um, smack or stimulate those are usually like ones where it's a good place to kind of go in there meet some people but it's not too intimidating because you got people dressed up sure. but it's not like you walk in and there's like chains flying and somebody's peeing on somebody and then right. there's ball You're torture over there drink. in the corner and yeah. you're like dude i just Jesus. want a corona <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah now but when you all get together do you talk shop a lot do you guys like meet up for like brunch and be like, hey, you should hear what I, this asshole wanted me to I do. Honestly. <laughs> right. Or boy, the rates are going down or, or up or, some or shit. something like that. Where, mm. I'm at, where I'm at right now is I haven't been very social. I haven't been going to so many parties lately. Yes. Um, because I've been trying to quit smoking cigarettes. I've been trying to be healthier. Right. So it's it's been something that I'm not, you know, as crazy with the party scene at the moment. Uh, which is good, though, because you don't want to be too messed up. Sure. Too drunk or anything, whatever, when you're you're playing, because you really got like if somebody's hand starts going numb, like you need to be able to pay. Yeah, right. You know, you really like you could you could cause somebody to lose a limb if you don't tie them up correctly. So I do try to keep my facilities about me, but when I am partying, yes, baby girl. Oh, oh. But I, I could right use, there. but I could use. I wish I had more dom friends. I don't have as many dom friends, but I don't hang out in a dungeon. 
I don't go to the parties as much anymore. Field trip, dungeon, we're going. <laughs> we're going to do Lust for Life from the... We right. should do a live episode. Oh, from, my God. Can we crazy. turn... Emphasis if we do the live the episode I on have, Halloween, I actually let's have a make good this friend. a dungeon. I have a good friend that's, that has a dungeon. That's our costume idea for this year. I'm yes. Sure. That's your costume idea? <laughs> we... We were talking about what we're going to do on Halloween, if we're yeah. going to dress up, and I go, maybe we might end up doing a live show, yeah. and then maybe if we do a live show, we'll make it a dungeon. Hmm. And see, I'm never a dominatrix, a witch, or a punk on Halloween, since I'm those things the rest of the year. Yes. So, so what, what do does you, that mean, you're a witch? Oh, I, yeah, I'm pagan. I, you know, I, I like candles. I burn incense. I read my horoscope. I wish people well. Right. Maybe I hex them a little bit sometimes. You know. Well, a little hex never hurt nobody. <laughs> so is that, I, I don't know. If more people hexed and less people shot people, everything would be better. Do I hexes really come through? Yeah. Because hexes don't work. Most of the time, no, of course not. It's just, but you're sending the energy and you're getting it out. You're releasing The whole it. point, okay. it's like the whole point is right. not like annihilating another human being. It's expelling right. whatever it is about that person that's pissing you off and throwing it back at them. You know, wow. yeah. at least for me personally, some no, people, some people get crazy and they do chants and, and they, they bury some apple core or something. I don't know. It's some weird shit. I don't know. Mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so I'm you're not, you're not like believing hardcore. I, I, or... Yeah. I, I'm, yeah I, I'm not in a part of a coven. You know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of organized religion, period. You okay. know, that's why, you know, you were like mentioning maybe talking about this. I'm like, that's kind of boring. I burn incense. I wish people well. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right, right, right. Yeah, well, if we touch up on it a little bit at the end, I yeah, think it's good. exactly. That's about the. That's about all of it. That's pretty much all there is to it. <laughs> well, I mean, as this, if you, since you're pagan, though, do you get upset if you see the movie Dragnet and the villains with the pagans? You like that son of a bitch and Dan Aykroyd? I think people take way too much stuff. Read way too much. I don't look for things to get my twat in a twist over because twat I don't want to have pret- I don't want to have pretzel pussy. Wow. No. <laughs> You're doing, <laughs> you're doing wonders for alliteration. Yes, yes. This is the greatest thing to happen. And what I like about this, yeah. I have family members who listen, and right. I love it. Hi, I, Mom. I love it. <laughs> um, all right, a couple more, and we have to wrap up. But this has been absolutely I never amazing. peed on your son. Yes, well, give it time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Halloween episode. Exactly. Wait for Halloween. That's Wait a, for our live. That's a good bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I never peed on your son. So... Um, now, when you do this, you say you have to have fun. Do you end up getting off in any way? Do you get stimulated while you're doing this? It's it's more of a power trip for me. Yes. I, I, I get off on the power, but, you know, like a lot of things, like things only get to a certain level. It's not like they get any access up in here. So yes. what I get off on is being creative. I get off on... And when she said up in here, she... Went to the vagina. Yeah, up in here. Right. You know, not the imaginary penis. Not, no, she got we rid put of it that, I tucked it <laughs> in the out. vagina. No. She, <laughs> she sold that on imaginary eBay. Exactly. <laughs> For a, an imaginary million dollars. Oh, you goddamn right, baby. And uh, it's pierced. It's worth it. So, not to get too graphic, but your personal sex life, does it typically involve these type of things or it's more normal? It's more normal. Yeah. You know, this is where I kind of unleash my crazy, let's be, you know. Now, yeah. if guys that I have dated are into this, and You're are interested. Game. Yeah, <laughs> of course. They've come to the right place. But Boy, did they look out. You just yeah. open wow. up the closet. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. You know, but it's honestly, it's not, it's not for everyone. Sure. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, I mean, if I get serious about somebody, I mean, they would need to, you know, understand that this is part of my life. You know, they're not going to change that. Right. And do you tell you them know? right from the jump when you start? Like, Absolutely. Right from the jump. Absolutely. And if they get scared, See ya. See ya. Got it, yeah. Bye, you Felicia. Know, you're not, you're not strong enough for me, that's for sure. Can't handle this. Wow. That's so, that's, that's good. But we all hide so much sure. when we meet, and it's ridiculous. You need to lay it all out. Throw the spaghetti on the wall, and if you're hungry, if eat the sticks, spaghetti. Yeah. There you go. It's that's ready. A, but that seems to be a theme with you, both with the pagan thing and the dominatrix thing. It's like, I'm going to do whatever I want and just 
I don't care how other people, people do things and what other or people Or what they think, think right. about what I do. Exactly. Because I'm not doing anything I'm ashamed of. Right. You know? Wow. That's I think it. More, I think more people need that. Even if it doesn't mean that they're pagan or dominatrix, just or whatever, whatever, whatever it is, is they are in their yeah, lives. Whatever it is. But that's totally. what the show's about. And, and that's, that's and that's about. where I feel that I'm a positive influence, you know, on on, yeah. on my subs in terms of being a, a life coach or what have you, is you know, because you only live once, man. Live for you. Yeah. Do you think these people uh, not grow out of it, but kind of use this as like uh, I, I'm ashamed to tell my wife or my friends about this, so I start releasing it here, but then can grow into. Uh, I think some people grow out of that. But some people hold on to that shame. But you got to keep in mind that shame, like some of our early, early sexual turn ons yeah. are tied into shame somehow. That makes sense. So for some people, they need to keep it shameful because that's that's what makes that's them a hard. That's part of it. Gotcha. You see, mm, they yeah. need to keep it secret because they enjoy having that like little secret. secret. Right. And I can respect that. You know, everyone's got their own reasons for doing what they do. As long as they're true to themselves. I don't believe everybody else needs to know what you're up to. Man. If you're lucky enough to be like me and to be like, you know, this is what I do and this is how I am and that's that. Yeah. Cool. Wow. You that's know? Awesome. No, that's the truth. And that's, that's, that's but, how we should live our lives. But sometimes like a little bit of that shame is kind of a healthy, normal, right. good and gives you that little tingle. But be aware of that <laughs> and say like, yeah, I like keeping it secret. Yeah. I like the shame. Yeah, like exactly. You know? We're going to wrap it up here in a sec. But I, I once hooked up with a dominatrix mm -hmm. about a year ago. I met her after a show, right? And uh, I needed to get some glue out, and she seemed like she was willing. Some glue. And we end up. She just moved here <laughs> from stick? Texas. From Texas, uh, ironically. Kinky bitches. Maybe they breed it. Let's get yeah. it. It's all those whips we buy from Mexico. Yeah. Right. Is there a consensus wow. where we could we could find out or uh, a Texas consensus? Yes, to find out uh, the percentage of dominatrix, what state they're from. I bet Texas has got to be top three. I wouldn't be surprised. Question. Absolutely. Texas, Florida, Florida's got to be up there. I think California, but yeah, Florida and Texas. Come yeah. on, game on. Game on, yeah. bro. Man. With and, all those princesses. And international Germany's, I'm guessing, well, up yeah. there. Ah, yeah, Deutschland. Jesus. One of my favorite German words, Andebunden. And what is that? It means tied down. Oh, Andebunden. Andebunden. Another good t shirt or bumper slick, sticker. Yeah. Just Actually, my stepmother happen. taught me the German phrase, alles was was nicht Andebunden ist los. It means everything that isn't tied down is loose. Mm -hmm. wow. That's a bumper sticker yeah. or a t shirt. I think your next job is working at Ur Urban Outfitters and coming up with and shirts. And coming up with slogans and shit. Right. That's fucking perfect. Don't get your twat in a twist. You don't want pretzel pussy. That would be a great t-shirt. <laughs> and we'll sell them at churches, too, apparently. Right. Um, so I, real quick, I hooked up with this girl. And yeah. it was, we ended up, she just moved here, was not making any money other than this. So she, mm. she was day-to-day -day off this. And we go to this creepy hotel mm -hmm. around, like, the garden. So by Madison Square Garden. To the point where I don't want to leave any of my clothes on the ground because I'm scared of bed bugs. I'm like, sure. this is a filth market. And um, she was doing some of that shit with me. Like, she was like, you do this. Ba 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 ba. And like, I think she choked me. Was for she a demanding it or did you want that? She was that? demanding. Well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be quite honest. Um, I don't know and if she I told the story. You? She choked me a little and I'm like, I'm not Here's crazy the story, about that. Here's story, mom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she, um, well, she yelled, she pointed down there to eat her. And I was uh -huh. like, I wasn't going to because this segues into something. I we went to cabin after hanging out at the club, and um, I walked in that wonderful bathroom at cabin, which makes let's be honest, makes the bathrooms of CBGB's rest in peace look like a five star hotel. <laughs> wow! And um, she didn't lock the door. She was pooping in the guy's bathroom, and I went and was going. Uh, so at this point, I'm just going down on her, and 
I see some toilet paper in her ass. And it's <laughs> like, this is fucking awful. Yeah. And I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I did not enjoy her yelling and her giving me demands. I ain't going to lie, I had trouble keeping an erection because uh, I was not having fun. I was right. like, this is just weird and I'm not crazy about it. And uh, some, some doms said that's their style to yell. Yeah. Um, and, and, and some doms are not capable of separating just, you know, sex with some guy you kind of dig. Right. With the profession. Yeah. With, yeah. It was very strange. Right. And so uh, that was not the best experience. And some women are 100% like 24-hour always doms. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I need to be in dom mode all the time. Right. You know, if I, I meet a slave and we're, we're I'm interviewing him or we're not having a session time or whatever, they don't need to be calling me mistress and all this other stuff. It's, right. You, know? you can flip the switch. No pun intended. Yeah, and, but some, some people choose not to. Yes. 24 and that, and there are plenty of people that are like that. I've had uh, as slaves approach me. I'm looking for a 24. I'm like, that's exhausting. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I mean, if you're at the grocery store, that I don't. Seems I don't like want to be in charge yeah. all the time. I don't <laughs> yeah. need to be in charge all the time. I don't have to pee that much. Brussels yeah. sprouts, <laughs> slave, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's too good. But uh, yeah, that's that's unfortunate though because some doms, you know, don't have toilet paper in their assholes. Yeah, I mean that kind of. Took the shine. <laughs> I think that's everything. just being messy. I don't I, even think that's you being know, like I think it's being thing. inconsiderate though. Before yeah. somebody goes down on you, especially if you just took a big old dump. Yeah. Yes. Wash your ass. Her. Red her, Fox said it right. You got. You got to wash your asshole. <laughs> you know her. Okay, her and yes. who else? Um, oh yeah, that the Hasidic dude and then my uh, my stinky. Uh, they need to go get in the shower together. Say right. group showers, which right. will be its own thing. <laughs> what would we call stinky showers. <laughs> S, well, we can't call it SS. That's not sticky <laughs> shower. That's no, not going to no, work. That's 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 You'll never get no, the acidic Jew again. The best way to keep him <laughs> out. <laughs> Baby girl, throw whatever plugs you want. How do people reach you? Uh, they can find me on FetLife, Mistress Kismet. Mistress Kismet on FetLife. Yeah, FetLife, that's probably the best way to reach me. I don't have I don't have a big page. I'm kind of low-key, and I'm very picky about who I take on. But I am. I am actually. I've got. It's, it's the slow season on my day job right what does now. What the slow season on my day job? What is a slow season? Slow season means I'm only working about three days a week instead of about no, five what or ma- six. No, what makes this time of year? No, on my day job. Day job. Uh, so it's the slow season of my day job, which means I have more time, more time to, do that. to right. uh, at this point, um, you know, I, I, I interview, you know, we, we meet up, we have uh, lunch somewhere in public and I talk to people and, you know, hit me up on FetLife and, you know, if you seem like you might actually be sincere and worth a damn, you know? And they tell you what they're into during that lunch. Well, I, I try it. to get a good idea before because why waste anybody's time? Yes. You know what I mean? If they're like already into like they want me to call them the N-word and they want me to strap one on while I'm doing it. And you know what I mean? And, they're, they're and they want me to throw poop at them. And yeah, oh. no, yeah, let's just go ahead and yeah, skip. go to the Bronx Zoo. For let's that. go. Let's right. just skip the interview and go hang out with some monkeys. Exactly. Yes. Like you're saying. Well, this is great. You know, Mrs. Kismet, thank you so much. This Not is a such problem a at all. It's, that, thank you girl. for having me. It's such a yeah. pleasure. This is awesome great. meeting you guys. Yeah. Great to see you again, it's my friend. It's a pleasure. And we'll, we'll chat after for a sec. Oh, here, uh, for sure. This for is sure. outstanding. Um, Benj, throw some plugs, baby. The best of BS on Twitter. Please check out Stand Up New York Labs yes. and StandUpNY.com. We got shows every night of the week. We have a promo code happening right now. If you put in the word lust, yes. you get half off tickets to come for see any the kids. show. Great lineup, shows seven days a week, two, three shows a night. Definitely check it out. And Labs, we got podcasts. Go to SoundCloud, check it out. Uh, it's on iTunes. We got videos, podcasts, all sorts of stuff. 
We're a dynasty up in this bitch, That's baby. We're like Rockefeller. <laughs> Anthony DeVito, plug it, baby. Uh, what do you, got? you can follow me, Anthony DeVito underscore on Twitter and uh, my podcast, the Please. at the Rad Dude Cast on Twitter, which is another great podcast, outstanding. Yeah, with my other roommate Greg Stone and Brendan Ayer, <laughs> and it's you gotta listen to it. It's like old time radio. It's really <laughs> great. It's a lot of crazy in the moment arguing, figuring shit. Out. I love it. It's great. I'm usually in my bedroom listening to them in the, in the living room handle their business. Um, you find me maybe at Mad Dog Mattern on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, keep following this show, man. We're, we're making this shit happen. We got we're, some really nice listens. I'm, I'm we're really getting proud. We're doing good. We're building, and it's because you all are telling your friends that what we're doing here is real. And so, I mean, this is real deal Holyfield. This is what we're doing. It's not bullshit. We want real stories. Exactly. And we're going to talk to real, we'll laugh, but who gives a shit? We celebrate the individual. And that's what it's about. And some of those individuals, my cousin Nick, who did the artwork, Mad Love, Nick Mattern, Mad Love, Timothy Styles, TJ, for the theme music, Mad Love, the Johnny Fatgate, holding it down, producing, Super Tramp ain't here, Midnight Express ain't here, but fuck it, we love them too. <laughs> uh, keep supporting this club. Man, if you know anyone who has a good story to tell, or if you have a good story to tell, find me on Facebook and hit me up. And yeah, keep spreading the word to everybody and just be who you is, man. That's all we're talking about. Uh, until next time, did I cover all the bases? I think so. That was great. All right, man. And if we end up doing a live show, you would have heard about it already. We'll do some plug-ins up top. Um, till next time, baby. Remember, we're all worth a million in prizes. We out, baby. Go dress up as nuns, sir. Halloween. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah!